Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the MG Fitness Podcast. My name is Melissa. I am your fat loss coach, your fitness bestie, the bread to your butter, the cheese to your pickle. And today I'm going to be talking to you about how to successfully navigate the festive foodie season if you are trying to be mindful and you have a fat loss goal. So without further ado, here are five ways in which you can do that. I'm going to preface this by saying that I fully understand how challenging it can be this time of year when you have a fat loss goal, whether you have been making significant progress with your goal and you're worried that the festive season is going to undo that progress, or maybe you're a few weeks into starting your fat loss journey because you wanted to get ahead on the new year and you're worried that you're not going to make any progress or things are going to go slightly askew. I know this because I help my clients with it. It was also the reason, one of the reasons that I created Slay the Season, which is my six week group online coaching program for all of these wonderful women that want to finish the year on a high, having lost a little bit of weight and just feeling really good about themselves. I would also hasten to add that I've been there myself. I've been there where I was deep into my hashtag fitness life and I was worried about Christmas in the sense of how I was going to feel about not training as often or how I was going to approach food, etc. And obviously since then I have learned. <laughs> so this comes from a plethora of experiences. So let's get stuck in. Number one. Avoid the self-fulfilling prophecies. If you tell yourself that you can't leave the chockies alone or you can't just have one, then you are actively increasing your chances of that happening. So instead, I want you to tell yourself that you can just have one or two chocolates and you can just have one mince pie, you know? Because if you have got a fat loss goal and you're trying to be mindful, then you are going to have to actively make some adjustments to what you're eating, your activity, etc. Specifically, like I'm talking about today, it's more to do with the food side of things. So you can actively decide that actually you can manage your portions. And it might sound super simple, but it is something that people struggle with because if that has been your narrative for years and you tell yourself this often, then it is hard to break out of, but it's worth it because suddenly you're the person that can, you know, and it's very empowering. So avoid the self-fulfilling prophecies. You are much more in control of this than you think you are. Number two, and this is my favourite. <laughs> It is perfectly acceptable to say no, okay? Just because your Auntie Margaret is pressuring you to have another mince pie, it does not mean you have to take it, even if she has specially made them for you. If you've had one, or even if you haven't had any and you don't want them, you're full, you don't have to have it. I promise you it's not that deep. She's not going to have a tantrum because you haven't taken another mince pie or you haven't had another slice of Christmas cake. It's not that deep, I promise you. Like, people don't care as much as you think they do. And you can say no. 
It's just a very simple, no thank you. That is fine. And this leads me on to point number three. You do not have to tell people why you don't want another serving. I think we almost feel like we have to justify ourselves when we change our behaviours. And the truth is we absolutely don't. We're all grown adults, okay? You don't have to explain yourself. If somebody is pestering you and they are offended, they're not actually offended, really, that you're not having another helping of cake, for example, when you normally might do, you can just say, no, I don't want it. No, thank you. No is a full sentence, if you really want to get down to it. Because the problem is, if you then launch into a conversation where you're saying, oh, well, actually, I'd like to lose a little bit of weight and I'm doing this, nine times out of ten, you know how that conversation goes. You know that on the other side of it, the other person is going to go, oh, well, you don't really need to lose any weight. It's Christmas. Enjoy yourself. Do what you want. And that in itself can lead to a really icky feeling and it can put you off. Or then you do think, oh, okay, well, then just to please everyone or I'll have the extra slice. And then you will feel guilty about it. They won't give a shit. They don't care. They don't really care. It's you that you'll be answering to and it's you that will be feeling guilty off the back of it. And we know this because you've been there before. So say it with me. No, thank you. No, thanks. Is a full sentence. You do not have to explain yourself because you are making choices for your own body and for your own wellness. Okay? Okay. I got very impassioned then. I do get very passionate about it. Another perfect example of this, I'm, I'm not done yet, is the office or places of work. Now, I have clients who have, who have, who have, who work in a variety of places. A lot of them work in office settings or in workplaces where there is a lot of shared food. People bring in foods all the time, etc. And around Christmas, tubs of sweets are appearing left, right and centre. Tubs of sweets everywhere, everywhere. And again, this is going to tie in very nicely with number one. So avoid the self-fulfilling prophecies. If you're there this year thinking, ah, okay, well, usually I'll just have handfuls of this and I can't seem to leave them alone. Stop, stop yourself there and say, actually, I can. I'm going to choose these two. I really like them, fab, and I can get on with my day. Once you've done it once, you're going to feel so empowered, so empowered. And then if people are offering extra food or... Liz from accounting has bought in her favourite biscuits or something like that, her gingerbread that she's made at home. She's not going to care, really, if you don't have any. She's not going to care. She's not going to go home that night and say, oh, so-and-so didn't have my gingerbread and I made it specifically. It's not that deep. It's not that deep, okay? So, I promise you, <laughs> in that sort of setting, it's okay to say no. You don't have to have everything. This, oh God, honestly, I was making so much sense when I wrote this list. <laughs> I was on a very fluid roll. So, number four, the food isn't going anywhere, okay? Just because it is available in abundance does not mean that you have to have it all, okay? It doesn't mean that you have to indulge. There's that narrative over Christmas, I think, where, oh, well, you just do what you want. and But people do that for a whole month. 
And then after Christmas, they're thinking, well, I've got so much of this left over, I've got to finish it, I've got to eat it. And then that goes into January and then it's two months. And then Valentine's Day comes up, which is just a couple of months after January and everyone's feeling a bit rubbish because of January blues, etc. And then you're thinking, right, okay, well, I'll start after February then because of X, Y, Z. And it's March. So three months have gone by before you're actually making any conscious efforts with it, okay? The food in December isn't going anywhere. We are very fortunate, most of us are very fortunate to have this food available in abundance. But I promise you, it's not going to go anywhere. So you don't have to eat like you're never going to have it again. Again, you telling yourself, oh yeah, I indulge all the time over Christmas. You can tell yourself otherwise. You can tell yourself, actually, I enjoy Christmas. I enjoy these foods. I enjoy having this and you can have them and still lose weight, of course you can. But I don't have to absolutely have all of it, you know? Because there's this excuse of, well, I can only have this at Christmas. No, put that in the bin because let's be honest, we can make pigs in blankets any time of year, can't we? We can make them, you could stick them on a barbecue in the summer. Quite frankly, we could. So that's not a very valid excuse, is it? Apart from maybe one or two items which are seasonal if you're eating out, for example. But again, you're not going to be having those every day. There's no excuse there to eat in excess because of those things. Okay? <laughs> and then point number five. And this does take a bit more work and is something that I work with very closely with on. Ooh with a lot of my clients when we are looking at their nutrition and their relationship with food. And it is to stop when you're feeling full. Calories aside, okay? Fat loss aside for a second. It's not worth the uncomfortable feeling, is it? We've all been there where you've eaten and you're looking at the rest of the food on your plate and you're thinking, oh, I don't want to waste it. Or, oh, there's only a little bit left. I might as well finish the plate. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> that level of discomfort is not worth it. I promise. I promise. I've, I've done it. it. It doesn't feel good. So fat loss aside, it's not worth it for that uncomfortable feeling. It's perfectly acceptable to leave food when you are full. You don't have to eat everything on your plate. You can leave a little bit, I promise. And like I said, food is available in abundance this time of year, and we're very lucky to have that. Very lucky to have that. So, stopping when you're full does involve a little bit of conscious thinking. So, if for example, you're getting to a point where you're eating, and also take your time with eating as well. I know a lot of us are very busy, so a lot of it is just grab and go, shoving it in, you know, sausage rolls, at various points throughout the day. This is talking from experience. I love me a sausage roll. And then not really eating properly until your evening meal. You're absolutely ravenous. <laughs> and then you have a massive evening meal or then there is the tendency to overeat or you're rushing because you're busy. So stopping when you're feeling full takes a little bit of conscious effort. With that comes getting through your meal, getting to a point where you think, actually, I'm quite comfortably full and our bodies will tell us that because they're very clever. So allow your body to do its job and go, actually, we're full and leave the rest. Leave it. It's perfectly acceptable to leave food when you are genuinely full. 
okay? Get into the practice of doing that now on the beginning of on the beginning of the month at the beginning of the month and when it actually gets to christmas and the bit between christmas and new year you are going to already be well practiced at listening to your body waiting for that signal getting to know where your fullness is and then adjusting portion sizes or not you know and then it'll be a lot easier when it comes to the big day or big days should i say so those are five of ten what that's right, I've done a 10 step guide, but I didn't want to do a podcast with all 10 steps because we'd be here for a very long time. And as much as I love talking, you don't need an hour long podcast from me. So what I have lovingly put together is a cute PDF. I know, it's got holly on it and everything. So it is a how to navigate the festive food season, a 10 step guide. The first five you've just heard and then the other five are just as important, just as relevant, particularly number nine. Oh, I'm flirting with you here. But it will be available on my Instagram. So if you're thinking, actually, yeah, I want to know how this story ends, Melissa, then drop me a DM on Instagram with the phrase festive. And I will send the link across for you to download that PDF. It's literally a page. I haven't gone into big paragraphs, don't worry. I know we're all busy. So if you have enjoyed this episode and if you have found it useful or if it's given you something to think about, then please let me know. If you've got any questions, at Melissa Grace PT on Instagram. I will happily answer any questions, any queries, any festive worries you have, all of it. I'll happily answer. And if you want the rest of that guide, then DM me festive and I will send it over to you. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you next week.